ain't working That's the way you do it Money for nothing and your chicks for free Money for nothing. Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer in Atlanta. My name is Cleve Gaddis, and I appreciate you sticking with us through the break. In our neighborhood spotlight, we're featuring St. Marlowe Country Club in South Forsyth. has a Duluth mailing address, but it's in Forsyth County. How does that work? And are we in a housing bubble? I talk to people daily who think we're in a housing bubble and say, hey, I'm going to stay out of this, and I'm going to wait for prices to drop. And it could be that we aren't even remotely close to having a housing bubble. And has Fido influenced your home buying decision? And who are we talking about when it comes to Fido? We're talking about your dogs or your pets. Remember, we want to connect with you. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions, make comments. You can push back. You can share ideas with us. And we'd love for you to do that. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight. And you can subscribe to our podcast We're available on every major podcasting platform, and we would love for you to be a subscriber. Each week, we pick one specific metro Atlanta neighborhood. If you don't ever hear your neighborhood, it could be because your neighborhood is smaller. We like to use neighborhoods that have 200 homes or larger. But if you would like to hear what's happened specifically in your neighborhood over the last three years, don't be shy. Go to gogaddisradio.com, click on Neighborhood Spotlight, put some information in about your neighborhood, and we will feature your neighborhood on this radio show. St. Marlowe uh, Country Club, again, is in Duluth. If you are headed north on 141 or McGinnis Ferry, which turns into Peachtree Parkway as you go into Forsyth County, turn right on McGinnis Ferry, turn left into St. Marlowe Country Club. There's also an entrance, a back entrance, on old, old Atlanta Road, if I remember correctly. I'm getting confused as the name of the roads there. In 2018, there's been some remarkable... Uh, upticks here in in prices in this neighborhood. In 2019, excuse me, there were 54 homes sold. There's about 870 homes in the neighborhood. So 54 sounds about right. We expect turnover to be around 7%. Took 48 days on average for those homes to sell, and they sold at an average sales price of 832000 Now that ranged from a low of 450000 to a high of $1.8 Properties sold for 96% of their list price, meaning sellers had to discount 4% off the list price in order to get a buyer. In 2020, there were 41 homes sold. They took an average of 103 days. That is definitely not a market that was in balance at that time. 103 days. Average sales price went up 50000 though, from 832 to 882000 Low price 620, high price 1000, excuse me, 1,850. Sales price to list price ratio 96.1%. So sellers discounted 3.9% instead of the 4% the year before market was moving in the right direction, but not necessarily a really, really strong market. Fast forward to 2021 when the average sales price in the neighborhood went up $210,000. Now I'm stopping for a second to let that sink in. Average sales price went from $882,000 to $1,092,000. Number of homes sold 69, so there were 70 homes that sold out of 860 or 70, and that means there was more than a 7% turnover rate. They took an average of 35 days to go under contract, 35 days, and the average sales price to list price ratio, 100.4%, which means the average home sold for 0.4% more than it was listed for. Right now, there is five homes available for sale. There were 60 homes in the last 365 days. You can do the math and figure out how there is one month's worth of supply in the neighborhood, which means it is a screaming seller's market at this point. 
So those sellers who might be in that St. Marlowe neighborhood who are looking to sell, timing might be perfect now. Listen to this, Atlanta. Back in 2009, the average sales price of a home in St. Marlowe was 620000 Today, average sales price, $1,092,000, which means homeowner equity for those homeowners, those nearly 700 homeowners, has increased from 20, 2009 all to, two, to 2021, has increased $408.5 million. $408.5 million. If you're the type of parent who doesn't want to monkey around with their kids' education, or the school's effect on home values, you need a school chimp report. To get one is easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com, click on school chimp, put in a little information, and it'll give you everything you need. And I'm telling you, if you want to buy a home in Metro Atlanta and you need to understand the public high school's effect on home values, and if you don't even care, you still should care because the quality of schools in an area does influence home values, appreciation, depreciation, everything. Go get us, radio.com, click on School Chimp, put in some information. We'll send you a report that is personalized just for you, and don't worry, we're not going to use your email address to spam you. We're just going to get you the information and make sure you have what you need. If you're searching for homes for sale and you keep showing up a day late and a dollar short, you might be using the wrong website. We suggest you use suremls.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com. Why would it make a difference? Well, a lot of the sites... The third-party sites that most people use pull information from the listing service, but they only do it every so often, and they just tend to be behind. There tends to be stuff in the listing service that you wouldn't even have access to, like coming soon listings, things like that. But sure, MLS is pulling listings from first multiple listing service, Georgia multiple listing service, to make sure that you don't miss out on what could be the perfect home for you and your family it could be that if you're frustrated because you can't find the home you're looking for, that if you just searched on a new website, it would make all the difference in the world. I get asked every day, for the most part, are we in a housing bubble? People say to me, I'm not going to move forward buying a home because I'm going to wait for the market to settle down. And my concern is that as they wait for the market to settle down and prices to come down, prices are going to continue to accelerate, and they are going to miss out on some significant, listen to me, Atlanta, some significant appreciation. There are three reasons I do not believe we're in a housing bubble. This is backed up by research from the National Association of Realtors, Realtor.com, Mortgage Bankers Association. Number one is housing supply. Right before the housing crash or during the housing crash, we had an average of let's call it eight and a half months worth of inventory, which means it would take eight and a half months to sell all the properties on the market. That definitely influenced values going down. Today, that number is 1.8 months, 1.9 months. So we have less than two months. We have less than 60 days worth of inventory throughout the entire country. And we have less than 30 days worth of inventory in Metro Atlanta. So there are not as many homes as there are buyers who want to buy homes. Foreclosure activity is also at an all-time low. In 2010, there were 2.9 million foreclosure filings. Now listen to this, Atlanta, in 2021. There were 151,000, and I have to say kudos to the U.S. government for making sure that the pandemic didn't ruin some families in their financial future because they weren't able to stay in their house. The second thing is housing demand. The reality is that there are many, many buyers who want to buy houses. Why is demand so strong compared to supply? Well, the reality is we're probably 2 million housing units short. Now, I don't mean all single-family houses, but but condos and apartments and everything, we're probably 2 million housing units short because we didn't build much from 2008 to 2012, and we still haven't caught up. And part of the problem is land is so expensive in many areas that it's just difficult for builders to build something that is affordable for 
most people in the United States. So real estate demand is very real, and Americans tend to be very financially stable. The reality is lending standards have increased a significant amount. In 2006, there was about $370 billion, with a B, dollars in loans made to people who had credit scores below 620. That number last year was about $75 billion, so it is a big difference. Third thing is equity. Average homeowner in Metro in the United States gained $56,700 in equity in the prior year, and the reality is that if someone who has a lot of equity in their home, if the bank tries to take it because they can't pay for it, they have other options to solve their problem. So I don't believe we are going to experience a housing crash, and if you think we are and that is influencing your decisions, I invite you to think twice. If you're going to sell your home any time in the next three to six months, be careful because you could be leaving money on the table and you could get yourself into a situation after you go under contract that you wish you were not in. Take advantage of our seller confidence plan by calling 770-497-0000 or go to gogaddisradio.com. As every pet owner knows, they are real. They are a real part of our families and we want the best for them. As I went through a divorce over the last few years, I'm telling you, Three of the most important things to me in the world were the three dogs who lived with me because they were my family. They gave me something to care on and focus, care about and to focus on. And I'm guessing that if you made housing decisions based on your pets, that you wouldn't be the only one who does that. Got a question from Beth in Kennesaw. She says, we're part of the pandemic group who went out and adopted a dog. She says, at least it wasn't a great day. And Ann Daniels, who helps write a lot of these shows, would say Great Danes are the best dogs. She says, we already have a cat and are now house hunting and want to make sure we keep their special needs in mind while doing so. Do you have any suggestions? And the reality is, yes. Um, I would recommend that you consider the characteristics of pet-friendly homes. Uh, how will the pet use the home? Pet-friendly location uh, in areas where you have access to things that your pets might be interested in. Easy care flooring is important because sometimes, you know, we have accidents with pets and you need to be able to clean them up easily. I've got a beautiful rug that's like a sisal, like a, a, a woven wheat straw rug in the family room and one of my dogs loves it and it's very difficult to get it clean having washing stations or mud rooms and make sure they have play space make sure you have storage solution i have a, a whole shelf in my laundry room where we keep all of our pet supplies and then when you're shopping for a home with pets in mind i don't think you should worry about that the reality is they're very important parts of our family and we should consider them as we move forward in terms of home buying. One of the things that we did is I spent a lot of time away from home, and that, that bothers me a little bit because the dogs don't have anybody there caring for them. We have a big backyard. I'm very fortunate. And we put a doggy door in. We took one of the windows, and we've got a doggy door that fits at the bottom of the windows, and all three of the dogs go in and out. And my big boy, Ace, who's my big black lab, he sits out in the backyard most of the days guarding that yard, protecting the household, and the little one, uh, Wit, who is a... Uh, Dachshund Chihuahua Mix, Mr. Attitude, goes out there and sees what's going on. And then my old lady, whose name is Gabby, who's a Jack Russell Corgi Mix, goes out just to supervise and see what's going on. 
You've listened to another week's edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts so they can buy or sell homes without all the worry that's typical with life's biggest investments. We'll be back next Saturday at 9 a.m. Atlanta, and we look forward to talking to you then. We look forward to talking to you then. Have a great week, Atlanta.